Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Seriously Fun with Katie and Sarah. I'm Sarah. And I'm Katie. Katie was chewing a bagel. Um, and this is episode 29. 29. Like my I age. Just to- okay. <laughs> Katie's going to do this every podcast. Not the like my age joke. <laughs> <laughs> not again. I was just telling Katie that we've officially been doing this for actually more than, more than half a year. Which is honestly concerning because we started this in quarantine, as you guys know, and like, that's just a lot. Like, I don't know. Time is really wild. I was actually thinking today, like, dang, it's really November. Like, it's November, what, 10th today? Yeah, today's November 10th. Christmas is right around the corner. Oh, 1000%. January is right around the other corner. I can't even... I can't even think about the fact that um, it's going to be 2021 in like two seconds. That's my graduation year. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. I also I can't, I can't process that. I can't. I, I won't. Oh my! I refuse. <laughs> I just graduated from LSU. How are you graduating from LSU? Sarah, let's get right to it. The Alabama game got postponed. Yeah, it did. Why? Because a whole bunch of our players have COVID. You know why? Because they all went to a party on Halloween. I was about to say I saw something and it was like exposed that all the LSU players at this Halloween party. And I was like, oh, dang. Remember that thing that I accidentally sent you? It was like a screenshot from like LSU Barstool about helicopters on Halloween night, like circling a party. It was a screenshot. I sent it to you and Abby in a group text. I meant to just send it to Abby because that night I was trying to go to sleep or like the night of Halloween, I was going to sleep at like one or two Uh and I hear like helicopters like circling my house and I'm like, oh, okay. Like whatever. hope everything's okay. Um, And then I, like a couple days later, I saw it on Elisha Barstool. Like, let me try and find it. I don't think it was like that juicy, but I thought it was interesting. We're not the only game that got, got postponed. Oh, really? Texas A&M, Tennessee, and Auburn, Mississippi State. Wow. Well, I, so I was looking at the um, thing on – but what's interesting is that this is the post-LSU football main. The LSU-Alabama game scheduled for November 14th has been postponed. The opportunity to reschedule the game will be evaluated. Interesting. Isn't that – like, that to me sounds like they don't want to reschedule. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, us talking about LSU football, like we understand every logistical inside and out because they already are rescheduling whatever other game, the Florida game. Yeah. And like, and what was it supposed to be for like Christmas day or something stupid, like so late in the year? Oh, no, it's like December 12th. Okay. Almost. And so then like, I don't know, maybe they're just out of time and like possibly they can't make the players play maybe that late. I don't know. That's it's possible, especially because, I mean, you got to think of, um, like, like bowl games and stuff like bowl games start New Year's Eve, the week before whatever, you know what I mean? Like they start before then. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't remember, but like, yeah, it's getting late. Um, but I'm looking at comments on it and some people are just stupid (laughs) like this alabama fan commented funny how lsu doesn't want to play because they don't want to get spanked either play now and get spanked or postpone to to get spanked and somebody said we're in the middle of a pandemic bruh people test positive um i'm sure your players want to go catch covid and potentially develop my myocard something as a result ain't nobody scared of y'all and that's what gets me is like lsu could not just cancel a game because they don't want to play it like that's not how this works like no, tons of people are – I saw somewhere, I guess – I don't know if it was that Miles Brennan had gotten COVID or if he's just still out and he can't play because I saw something, but it looked like Max Johnson had did have COVID because it said, like, TJ Finley, the only quarterback, like, that he was, like, the only one. <laughs> and that there were, like, no defensive backs and, like – I kind of suspected that this was going to happen. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously people are going to be foolish. It does feel – It's like, are we playing football? Are we in a pandemic? Like, those two things kind of feel like they shouldn't go together, but they are. (laughs) And so, it's like, this season is just so weird. Yeah. And the fact that we're not the only team that is having to do this. Like, 
Yeah. And, like, it was Florida's players, right? Um, yeah, our last one was because of Florida's players. So, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this has just been a crazy time. I kind of forget that we're in a pandemic sometimes. And then other times I'm like, yeah, we're in a pandemic. Yeah, same, actually. But guess what? What? Next week for the point? Uh-huh. One service. 7 p.m. Nicholson Hall. LSU, I don't actually really understand. Okay. Sarah had her jaw on the floor for like 30 seconds. I did, because I was like, what? Yeah. Um, yes. They're calling it a family reunion. Isn't that so cute? Oh, I love that. I know. Apparently, we're allowed to do 50% capacity now. Were you not before? No, before we could have 50 people max in a room, like 50% max gatherings, but now we can do 50% capacity of the rooms, but like the precautions are actually getting harder. So like everyone that comes to the point will have to fill fill out the daily symptom checker for LSU Mm -hmm. and then also like swipe their tiger card or something like that to like make sure that they filled it out to be there. Gotcha. So still masks, still all the things. um, So is your room just a big room that you're able to? Yeah, the like the half capacity is like 170. Oh, okay. So so that's a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, so uh, very exciting. That's really exciting. With this podcast, Sydney just told me some information. If she told me, I feel like everyone can know. Then we're gonna have like a tacky sweater party after the point. Cute. Very excited. She was basically just telling me like usually at this time of the year, ministry wise, things are like winding down. Like we're gonna have the tacky sweater party and then like peace out for the holidays. But since we're getting permission to do more like exciting come together type of things, yeah, it's the opposite. Like we're like oh. Like, we're going to have an in-person all-team, even though we've been on Zoom all semester. Yeah. Through leadership stuff. Um, so, it's exciting. That's super fun. Hopefully, that will carry into next semester as well. Correct. Yeah, I keep seeing – I don't really even know what to believe anymore because I feel like <laughs> at some point there was, like, the rumor – or maybe it wasn't a rumor. I don't know. That, like, whenever we got to be winter time, like, it'd be like we're back in lockdown – yeah and I get no one really knows what's gonna happen so all these things are just like predictions but I remember like lots of people being like yep winter comes we're gonna be back in lockdown because of blah 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 and I'm like I just don't really even know what to believe ever no I remember hearing people say that because like heat kills viruses so when it gets colder it gets worse like that's why people get sick in the winter I guess yeah um which makes sense scientifically um yeah I also saw that there's a vaccine that's at like 90 percent uh effectiveness or something like that oh and that's interesting yes it's actually funny a girl in my life group not gonna disclose her information um her dad bought stock in a like a covid vaccine like a lot of it and the one that's like about to be the one is like not the one that they bought stock in and so she's like angry and like hopes that this one doesn't work so that the other one can do better in the stock market yikes I thought that was kind of funny but apparently yes there is a vaccine I have no idea what the implications of a COVID vaccine are like is that just like okay great now there's no more pandemic that's a great question. I really don't know because also Dr. Fauci, like, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> I cuz this is my thing too is that I don't think that they like you can't require well, I guess just like when you go to like college you have to get vaccines. So I guess there are certain areas in life that can require vaccines. So I guess LSU could say you have to go get the vaccine, but I, and maybe your workplace, I really don't know laws. Nobody come at me and be like, that's not legal. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, what does that mean? Does that mean everybody gets the vaccine and then woohoo, we're good. But also you gotta think about like the flu shot. Okay. I'm about to ex- disclose some information. Nobody come for me because I truly just don't care. I've never in my life got a flu shot and I've also never in my life had the flu. Really? Maybe, yep. Wait, that's <laughs> maybe crazy. I'm, maybe I'm going to get the flu next year. I, who, I don't know. But I've never gotten a flu shot. So is it going to be like a flu shot where like, okay, well, 
Or is it going to be like a vaccine? Like, or is a flu shot? What is the difference between like a flu shot and a vaccine? Or are they the same thing? Okay. Okay. Also, do not comfort me because I am not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure a flu shot is like. Where's Kendall Brome when we need her? Honestly. And Kendall's sister is a literal doctor. Um, A flu shot is a preventative measure to like if you get the flu it will be less bad than if you could still get the flu basically what they're injecting you i'm sorry so you're telling me that the flu shot's really not stopping you from getting the flu no but what happens basically the way i've heard it explained in very recent years because i'm sure when i was a kid my parents made me get a flu shot but like i haven't gotten a flu shot in years because getting a flu shot does not mean you're not going to get the flu i've heard what it means is that like your flu symptoms will be less intense than if you didn't have the flu shot. Um, also though, like different strands and like mutations of the flu happen every single year. And so yeah. even if you get a flu shot, like you could get a different type of flu and it could still be really bad. A vaccine, I think, is like, it's like after, like you have COVID and they give you a vaccine and like that makes no, it go away. No, Katie, what? You're asking me. No. That's a vaccine is what you get. Like before you go to college, you have to have certain vaccines. When sure, you're a child, sure. you get certain back vaccines. So you get va- vaccines are preventative. Oh, well then what's your question? <laughs> so I'm asking what's the difference between like, I wouldn't call like if you were like, when you say vaccines, I'm thinking of, you know, the HPV vaccine and the whatever else vaccine that you'd like before you go to college, you have to have vaccines done. When you're like a child, when you're like 11, you get like the HPV shot, you know, those kind of things where like, is, is, is that going to be like that? Where like when you're 11, you get the, the COVID or when you're born, you get the COVID vaccine and then, all right, we're good for life. Or is it going to be like a flu shot where you get one every year? Interesting. I have literally no clue. Um, Katie, but, wait, a vaccine, you know, you know what I'm thinking of? Like an antidote. Yeah, that's what I was like, what are you thinking of right now? Because that's not, we're not. I really thought thing. that's what they were trying to figure out how to make. No, I think they've been trying to figure out a vaccine, a preventative. Okay, you're so right. I'm pretty sure also a vaccine is- Everyone listening to this is like, y'all are both idiots, and I can't believe I just listened to y'all run in this circle. Is this common knowledge? I'm sorry. I didn't- (laughs) It's been very, a very long time since I've taken biology. Yeah, same. I can't even tell you when. Um, wait, what was I about to say? Maybe we're both wrong. I have no idea. But I'm pretty sure- sure No. What? when you get a vaccine they're injecting you with the virus so that when like your body can fight it in a smaller i'm i'm like pretty i'm pretty can we look it up can y'all fact check me i don't think that's true i know i'm pretty sure it's true i'm pretty sure that's not true what is a vaccine I don't think that when you get an HPV vaccine that they're injecting you with HPV. Like, I just don't think that's true. A vaccine is a biological preparation that provides active acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. A vaccine typically contains an agent that resembles a disease-causing microorganism that is often made from the weakened or killed forms of the microbe, its toxins, or one of the surface proteins. So I'm literally like when you get a flu shot, you're getting injected with something that resembles the flu so that if you were to actually get the flu, your body would be like, oh, I already have this. Thanks. No, thanks. Interesting. So are we saying a flu shot is a vaccine? Are those interchanged? Like, is that, does those, do those equal each other? <laughs> is a flu shot necessary? A vaccine. An influenza shot is a flu vaccine given with a new Okay. So flu yeah. shots protect against three or four influenza viruses that research suggests will be the virus of that year. Okay. So that's why you get one every year, whereas other vaccines you get once in your life or every 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's also because the flu is just like way more common than like tuberculosis. Is that a virus? I don't know. Okay. Well, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, literally, seriously, Dr. Canadian Zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I will just go ahead and say I didn't watch The Social Dilemma yet. 
Oh my gosh. I have not thought of that since okay. the last podcast. Good. I thought about it today and I was like, yeah, I haven't watched it. So we'll have to watch it. Well, yeah, we'll do it eventually. Last week we recorded a day later than normal though, didn't we? Yeah. So it felt like we didn't have as much time. <laughs> I don't know what I did in the past week, but I, <laughs> Netflix was not on my radar. Yeah, I um... actually maybe this happened. <laughs> my friend texted me and was like, "The Office season something episode something in like a timestamp." Uh-huh. And so I like downloaded my Netflix app and like went to the office, and it was. Have you seen the whole Office? Yes. Okay, I had not. I had not gotten this far, but it's the episode where like they're in the office, whatever, and like a new girl comes in. The episode when they're in the office. Okay, they go other places. Every, almost every single episode of The Office is in the office. Okay, well, they're in there. Um, and <laughs> and a go. new girl comes in with Michael Scott. And uh, Pam is like, where did you used to work? Like a law firm or something? And she's like, I used to work at Anthropology. And then Kelly is like, Anthropology? How did you work there? That's my dream job or something like that. And my friend sent it to me because I work. You work at anthropology. And it was funny. just a funny thing. Wait, how did we get to that? Like, I was, was saying, the- I actually, like Netflix, I actually did watch. <gasps> oh, like, oh, oh, oh. I was confused as to how we got week, to that. Okay, okay. But The Social Dilemma was not something that I watched. Yeah, same. I'll watch it. Mm, yeah, I'll, I'll have time at some point before next Tuesday, I think, to watch it. So I need to, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Great. I actually, the, a podcast I listen to, um, it's called Annie and Eddie keep talking and it's just these two people that talk about whatever they want, basically mm-hmm. us and, um, each of their podcasts. So their podcast name is Ed, Annie and Eddie keep talking. So each episode is titled dot, dot, dot about, and then what they talk about really because cute. it's keep talking about blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, I'm like a month or so behind, but I, and they're like short episodes. So I've been listening to all of them. So I have the one I'm on. And then the next one is called about social dilemma. And apparently they watch it and talk about uh, it. Okay, cool. And so I was like, Oh, interesting. Interesting. But yeah, they talk about very, um, it's very, they're a lot like Annie is a single, you know, who I, we've talked about Annie up downs before. Yeah. Single 40 year old, um, runs a company, writes books, whatever. Um, Eddie is a married, he's married and has two daughters, one, um, they adopted from Ethiopia, um, and then another biological child. And, uh, he talks about them a lot and his wife is in law school. Um, but like, and so he, and he works for international, international justice movement. Um, and so it's just very fascinating and his kids are like geniuses Mm -hmm. and they read, he was talking about how over like when, when the library opened back up during quarantine, like they closed for a little bit and the library opened back up, the library had a thing where you could like go online and pick what books you wanted and then just go and like pick them up. Like the library would put them out and pick them up. And like the limit was a hundred books per family. And like, they would have to do the 100 books every time because their kids, like both the daughters just read like crazy and they're like eight and 10. So they're like pretty young, but. Day. that's wild yeah and sometimes the, the kids will go on and the older child her name's eve and she's 10 and she's obsessed with presidents <laughs> and so she'll come on and give like a random presidential or first lady fact that she like read in a book that's so cute it's the cute i'm like obsessed with them in sixth grade we had to do um like an autobiography project and then dress up as the person that we <laughs> our paper on or whatever okay i want to guess who i was abraham lincoln no what, was it a president you were acting like it was a um not a president did run for president i don't who hillary clinton <laughs> <laughs> when you were in the sixth grade literally sixth grade i didn't know who this woman was the entire reason let's say how did you even know who hillary clinton was also what was hillary clinton doing when i was in sixth grade <laughs> like i think she's been a politician for a really long time but what was she doing and why did i dress up as her <laughs> the literal reason why i picked really her funny. is because and like i remember my teacher being like go to the back of the class and look in the autobiography book shelf of like what we have in the class probably biography because an autobiography would be about yourself whatever 
<laughs> you said that earlier and sounds like you did an autobiography of your of yourself katie <laughs> like the, i i read an autobiography of hillary clinton hillary clinton had an autobiography out at that time it was a biography you're so right because also i was in sixth grade and i'm pretty sure i did not read an autobiography of hillary clinton in sixth grade <laughs> i was about to say i was like katie i think we're confused here <laughs> okay the auto part was like i dressed up as her and then oh maybe that was the project we read a biography and then we had to give an autobiography as if i was hillary. as if you were <laughs> there we go you like little thing that we did <laughs> yep <laughs> and I probably picked her because I was like oh she's like I want to wear like a suit like I think I was like concerned about like how I was going to like execute Press. the costume <laughs> <laughs> and so as a sixth grader you had a pantsuit yeah <laughs> no I didn't I don't remember what I wore something of probably from my mom <laughs> I cannot I can <laughs> sixth grade how old was I that's so sixth grade you're 11 or 12 probably 11 oh actually i know because your birthday's in the summer so you were 11 wow i have when i was in ninth grade <laughs> when i was in ninth grade so world geography we had this teacher i guess i won't say her name i mean it doesn't really matter but just in case somehow she finds this but she our world geography teacher she was just like she after that year she like quit teaching and she was a bodybuilder oh my gosh yeah, was just, like, I'm pretty sure her husband was, like, a bajillionaire. Like, you know, didn't, like, need to be a teacher. And now I'm, yeah. I think she's been a stay-at-home mom forever. Loved her. Like, she was very nice, but it was just funny. And so at, at the end of the year, first of all, a couple of my friends got in trouble because they found some of her bodybuilding pictures on the internet. And, you know, like, women bodybuilder pictures are, I hate to say funny, but, like, it just is different than what you would, you know what I mean? Like very muscular and they're always like bikini pics. Yeah. And, like, tan. and so we found them because we're ninth graders and like when they're on the internet, you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. And, um, she, like someone told her that we found them and she like was so mad and like, like yelled it out. And we were like, girl, they're on the internet. Like what yeah. do you expect? But she gave us this project and we had to... We, like, had to pick a country and then make, in using a cereal box, we had to, like, make a cereal about the country and then had to, like, present and we had to bring, like, a, like a, like a visual eight. It was the strangest thing, but all I remember is that I did, I picked France. I literally did nothing except buy a box of croissants and like look up two fun facts about France and like that was my presentation and I promise you I got a 100. Sarah tell me why we we are the exact same person because in 10th grade I had the same project um we also had to pick a country it didn't have anything to do with a cereal box we had to bring like a food dish from this country um my country ironically was Belgium at the time I was like who the heck cares about this country not me literally did no research like did nothing all I knew was Belgian waffles so I went to the store and I bought Eggo waffles I didn't think it had to be like where am I gonna get an authentic Belgian waffle from literally nowhere Belgium. that's actually so funny and then I was so angry and like chocolate that's the thing so I buy like, you know, Hershey's Kisses or something like for the class. Like, we can all eat it pre-COVID. Wow. Um, yeah. I got a C on the project and I was so angry. I was like, literally, I did everything right. Like, why are you giving me a bad grade on this class? I mean, on this project. That's hilarious, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was like croissants from Walmart or something. Then I was yeah. like, here you go. I don't even remember what other people brought. Yeah. Then when I think about school projects... Like, sometimes I'm, like, man, now that I'm old enough, like, now that I have friends that are, like, actual, like, that are teachers, like, yeah. that are old enough to be teachers, I think, and I'm, like, well, yeah, we had these stupid projects because that'd be, like, me being, like, all right, I gotta fill some time. This is what we're gonna do. Like, you know, but yeah. thinking my favorite, so in, when I took chemistry, I was a year ahead in science and math, right? So I took chemistry as a sophomore, and most people in my parish take it as a junior and so we're in chemistry and and a lot of my friends were like this and so they we had this mole project remember like you know moles and chemistry well um stoichiometry huh stoichiometry what it's like the the math in chemistry it's called oh 
you think I remember these things? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so we had to do a mole project where we, I guess we used moles to do it, but we had to sew a literal mole, like an animal. And we had to like give it a theme what? and like create a whole thing. So mine was beauty in the mole. And I had to like sew a mole and then make like a background for it. And I made a little bell and like. In chemistry. In chemistry class. And I guess, I don't remember anything about chemistry. So please do not text me and be like, that's so stupid. Moles aren't whatever. I really don't care, right? This is what we, I remember, but we made a mole. I wish I had a picture of it. Actually, my mom probably has a picture of it somewhere. But I don't know if we used, like, I don't really remember moles, like the measurement of moles. I don't really remember what that was or what that was used for. I really don't care to remember either. Um, but I guess we used that to create the mole. I really have no idea. Um, but yeah, I had to, we had to, sew, I had to sew a mole and give it a theme. Like, is that not crazy? I am laughing on the inside that your chemistry teacher, almost a professor, chemistry teacher thought it would be a good use of y'all's time to sew an animal for a math problem. <laughs> The fact that we had to have like a creative beauty in the mole. <laughs> like what? Okay, but did you, I almost was like, did, but did you remember what you learned? Barely. No, nothing. Like at least like when I took physics, which I really did not like physics. Go um, off, Sarah. I never took physics or chemistry in high school. What sciences did you take? Freshman year, physical science. Sophomore year. Oh, yeah, I took chemistry. I'm lying. I I didn't take AP chemistry. There was like, okay, I took pre-chem. You didn't take biology in high school? Wait, I'm, I'm so confused. I took, okay, I took biology one and chemistry one. And then I took AP bio my junior year. Probably and then I didn't take any science my senior year. Yeah. See, so I didn't take, you don't have to have physical science to graduate in the state of Louisiana. It's not required. And so, mm -hmm. um, and so most high school, huh? They played me. Well, I, I don't know how they figure this out, but like at least the high schools in St. Tammany Parish do this, where if you're like advanced and you take, like I took freshman math in eighth grade and like a lot of people do that if you're advanced yeah. in quotes, whatever that means. And so then they start you, um, science wise, they let you skip physical science. So I took biology as a freshman. I took chemistry as a sophomore, my junior year, I took biology too. And then my senior year, I took both physics and anatomy and physiology. Fancy. No, all I of those honors or AP or dual enrollment. And I hate science. And the only reason I took two sciences my senior year was because one, all my friends were doing it. <laughs> and two, um, my counselor lied to me and told me that if I took five weighted credits my senior year, then my one and only B would be canceled out. Well, that was a lie because I was still salutatorian and not valedictorian. So I basically took two sciences for no reason. Oh my gosh, Sarah. That's really funny. I think you have talked about your um, feelings about not being valedictorian of your class on the podcast before. Possibly. I'm very sorry for you. It's okay. I, 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 to be completely honest, I do not care at the moment. At the time, I thought it was the end of my life. But now, who really cares? Oh yeah, and you like weren't going to go to graduation. Oh yeah. I literally was like, I'm not going. That brings me back that I did the same thing. I took like freshman math in eighth grade. And then, so we, I did all honors in AP also in high school and I forgot about that. And that's why I was taking up class anyway. Yeah. So, you, but see physics, I didn't like physics, but like at least the projects in physics had to do with physics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the mole project. What? That was stupid. But in physics, we had, we did one project where we had to build a boat, you know, and then we have to like actually get in the boat and like row ourselves across. We like literally took a bus to 
like the local gym to like get in the pool and see if our boats would take us across the pool. Yeah. That we built, like we built these boats. Yeah. That's cool. Um, we also, my boat, my group's boat failed miserably, but our theme was executed really well. We decided to do little mermaid and one of my, the two people we put in the boat dressed up as Ariel and Prince Eric. It was very cute. So, so we got wonderful points for creativity. Um, and then we had to do like a roller coaster project where like, there's like a, there's like a program on your computer that you like have to build a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and then we also had to build an instrument. I had to build an instrument. Um, I did like a recorder and it has to be like in a certain key and you have to fully build the instrument. Like I had to take a piece of wood and like get someone to help me like carve the hole and figure out where to put the holes so that you could be in the right key. And then I had to play a song on my, oh yeah. That's extremely next level, but also sounds very fun. It was, I don't know if I'd say it was fun, but I guess I was, I liked that more than like just sitting down and doing random homework, you know? Yeah, like no, totally. Better. I'd 10 times rather do a project. Yeah. So like, if I do, I remember anything from physics? Absolutely not. Um, that's also how I feel about calculus. Like, why did I take calculus? I don't know, but I remember nothing. Never took that. What did I take? What did I learn? <laughs> Maybe yeah, I was saying, what classes were you in then? I took AP stats my senior year. You could either take calc or stats. That was not so an option. <laughs> also had, I guess junior year, I took like bio. Oh no. Sophomore year, bio one, junior year, chem in the fall and bio two in the spring. And then senior year, I was like done with my sciences. So I didn't need to take one. And then yeah. math, geometry, freshman year, sophomore year, advanced algebra two. Student, why are we talking about this? Junior year, <laughs> advanced math so one. <laughs> Everyone listening from my high school, like, yeah, I took that. Um, <laughs> Killing. I about to say, how many people from your high school listen to this? Yeah, probably just one. Um, and then AB stats, which I actually didn't hate. Okay, anyway, new topic. <laughs> I had just I had thought about something to talk about before I got here, and then I forgot. Because I remember thinking, okay, I didn't watch Social Dilemma, but I do want to talk about this, and then I, it just left my brain. Something that I just thought about, you, you remembered? No. Okay, something that I just thought about while we were talking, because you keep saying you don't care, um, is that Chandler Moore, you know what I'm talking about? He's like, he's a worship leader. He, I don't really understand Maverick City music, but I think you can just like be a part of Maverick City and then they have like a bunch of lead singers. That's why there's a ton of different people leading on their albums. And like when you watch their like live recording video stuff, there's like, more than 50 people in the room like singing at the same time they're all very talented yeah um but not everyone gets to lead anyway Chandler Moore he's okay. like the lead lead people and he is coming out with an album a solo album on Friday and I have been very invested in this man's life okay. and like all this week he's been doing like Instagram live chats with like other worship leaders and like other Christian influencer type people mm-hmm. the first one was Andy Minio the second one was Amanda Lindsay Cook and then last night Taya from Hillsong yeah like incredible like the conver- okay also his album is about feelings and so he's saying like the album is the product of like him experiencing God in a way that God is not telling him to not feel things yeah. um, and just like that's just a weird kind of a weird thing that's like almost like counter-Christian culture sometimes to like not just like yeah. throw away your problems and yep. like repress every emotion that we have ever because oh god's so faithful like yeah he is but also he made us with feelings so right. I've just been really invested in like cannot wait for this album to come out and I've been listening to the IGTVs yeah um, I think the second one yeah I mean the Lindsay Cook that's a person I'm gonna have to that's that's I did not know he was coming out with, I'm going to go to his Instagram right now and follow him so that I don't forget to do that. Um, I literally just did at church at youth. I did a, um, okay, I'm following him. So don't forget a Devo on, um, oh, here we go on Psalm eight. 
Okay. Okay. Which is basically, um, I'm just going to read it because I guess that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, oh wait, give me one second. (laughs) Okay. That was a lot. Um, I accidentally latched the door and Kendall was about to walk in and I needed to like unlatch the door. So she took it in. Okay, Pastor Sarah, continue. Okay, so it's actually Psalm 6, sorry. So Psalm 6, 6 through... Where am I at? Oh, six or 10 or six or nine. It says, I'm worn out from sobbing all night. I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all of my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. And yeah, let me just start crying now. No, really. Um, And so I did this Devo about how, like God gave us feelings for a reason and that like this Psalm, he doesn't say that, Oh, I need to stop sobbing. I need to stop weeping. I can't, I no. He says all these things. He literally says my vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out like all these things. And then he doesn't say like, Oh, and now I'm, now I'm stopping or like, Oh, I should be happy. No, he just says the Lord's heard me. The Lord has heard me. The Lord's going to answer me. that's yeah period queen the drama of the psalms have brought me intense comfort over the years katie i know (laughs) me too also another drama king in the bible is job and i'm reading through the book of job right now and like i just am really into this guy because Mm -hmm. he is going through it yeah I think that people don't realize, like, I think people who don't, if, if you don't read the Bible, just give it a, just give it a try. Give it a shot. It's not that bad. You're right. Job is literally like, woe is me. I hate my life. Hate Job everything. would be the like depressed e-girl who, no. you know what I mean? Like, he asks God to go back to when he was in the womb and to not let him be born. The level of drama, like if but, someone, <laughs> if but it's yeah, me, I'd be like, baby girl, you need to like, you're out of ten, yeah. you need to bring it down. But like, Joe, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like today, I'm currently, I just started reading through this, like that's what I'm reading is Psalms right now, like I'm going yeah. through the entirety, and Psalms 13. Hold on, let me just read you the begin, the first line of Psalms 13. Oh Lord, how long will you forget me? Yeah. Forever? <laughs> I don't know why forever like <laughs> forever like one thing like, happens oh lord have you forgotten my existence like no literally and so i just think that like that's in the bible the really- word of god says those things and so i just feel like people like so it's okay obviously there's there's a whole conversation to be had feel our feelings we don't live in our feelings yes don't come at me and be like but you shouldn't live in blah 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 yeah, no one's coming at you we're yeah like but like we are like ah, uh, I just yeah feelings. I've been on a whole feelings thing recently, and so I, that's I've hadn't heard about his album, so now I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. I think in one of the videos that I was listening to, either he said it or someone else that he was talking to was saying how like sadness is an honoring emotion. Like we don't mm. feel sad about things that we don't care about, and so like that also with the idea that like. I don't know why we're just taught that our emotions are evil kind of like I just that that's definitely like kind of rooted in me and like oh if I feel sad or if I feel yeah like uh you know like the like more like angry or like the more worse emotions that have like a worse connotation that's just like not of God but actually like God has felt the full spectrum of emotions also and so I don't know there's so much to unpack there and like definitely stuff that I have not been thinking about for my whole life um, so I've been really enjoying those videos. They're like relatively short. Some are longer than others. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to have to watch because, um, yeah, that's really cool. I, uh, yeah, it was funny. We, um, a few weeks ago in Sunday school, we are doing the book of James. Yeah. Um, it's literally like a 12 week study, which was probably not my smartest move. We probably will not be doing a 12 week study again. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a very long time to be on the same thing. And, um, but we're doing a study on James. We were talking about, I guess, in the beginning of James, when he says, um, you know, slow to speak, 
slow to anger, blah, blah, blah. And so I asked the question of like, you know, when's an okay time, you know, based on about righteous anger. And some of my kids had never heard the story of Jesus flipping tables in the temple. Yeah. And so we like read that and talked about that. And then, so now anytime anything happens, they're like, yeah, well, Jesus flipped tables. Yeah. yeah what he flipped tables in the temple. And I'm like, okay, correct. But we cannot use that to justify every, all of our anger when it is not right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just funny that when you tell students a story or like read them something from the Bible, then they use that for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's very like fresh and applicable to every situation. And <laughs> oh, yeah. so like, yeah, well, I can be angry because Jesus flipped tables. And I'm like, okay, correct. Like, missing a little bit. <laughs> we got a little bit of context though. Like that's who we got. Yeah. <laughs> no, that. Wait, really tell me why I saw a TikTok. Have you seen the ones where it's like, for Halloween, I'm going to be this so that like, he'll like, I'm trying to think of any, okay. The one I saw was, for Halloween, I'm going to be an out-of-context Bible verse, so that way he'll finally put me in his bio. <laughs> oh, no. That's too good. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting. Did you Have you listened to Carrie Job's new album? I haven't. Actually, wait. I think I – first of all, I forget that um, Carrie Job and Cody Collins are married. Oh, I never forget. I was about to be like, I thought you were about to say, oh, I didn't know. Oh, girl, every time I've seen them, like, perform or, you know, lead worship, it's both, it's always the both of them. They never, like, lead worship without the other. Gotcha. Yeah, I was, I stumbled across, actually, Chandler Moore posted a story and was just, like, love my brothers and sisters, whatever, and, like, tagged them. And so I was looking at their Instagrams. Um, I have not listened to this, but I will add it right now. My favorite song is called, is the one that's Favorite Place. Okay. Um, she actually did it at Passion this past year, which almost was a year ago, which is really crazy to me. But she did it at Passion, and she was like, this song hasn't come out yet, blah, 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 blah. And it was so good. It's so good. It's so good. I'm excited. But I like the uh, – my favorite's Favorite Place. My second favorite's probably Rest. And then my – and then I also really like, it's like the first song. It's like Heaven or Bye. It's heaven like invade. Heaven Invade. That's what it is. Yeah. Gotcha. Very good. While we're talking about um, Christian culture, can we talk about a scandal? Sure. Have you seen about Carl Lentz? <gasps> no. What happened to him? What? Well, he got fired because he had an affair. And he, like, posted – he, like, posted this big, long thing on Instagram, basically, like, publicly apologizing slash, like, apologizing to his wife and talking about how that's the most important relationship in his life and he has failed her and all this stuff. And, like, Hillsong put out a – what? This is recent? Oh, yeah, like, this this week. Or, like, this past weekend. And, like, Hillsong, like, put out a statement as well about, like, his moral failings and whatnot. Very, very sad. (coughs) But I, I just, I saw that and I was like, oh. and then my girls, chicks in the office talked about it on their podcast, which like, they're not Christian. They don't say that they're Christians and I don't think that they are. I mean, I, I don't really, you know, who am I to say that? But, um, I don't think they practice Christianity and, um, and they don't ever really speak about faith and they only talked about it because Carl Lentz is such a big, like celebrity pastor, yeah. you know? Justin Bieber's that's who he baptized him just Justin Bieber all this stuff and they were talking about it and they were like yeah this is like super sad like you know but that's so sad you had seen that no and then like I follow him I don't I'm I I also saw an article which this was really sad too of like apparently like someone like what the the woman or a woman that he like had the affair with and um she like came forward and like said that when they met he like wouldn't tell her her his last name and said that he was like a sports agent so and she's she's muslim so she didn't even know like who he was like i'm thinking i feel like people who aren't even christians know who carl lentz is because of people like justin bieber and whatnot but i guess she just has like she had no like and then whatever and so then but she was like, we were in love. Like, this was not like a one-time thing. Like, we were in like, and so people were like, this almost makes it worse that like, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's very sad. I feel very sad for him and for his family. And um, Yeah, 1 million percent. His last post before the most recent one was on September 18th. So the algorithm was not doing me any favors. 
Yeah. Um, I guess that's why. I, I feel like what makes it even worse is that like when you are a public person like that and like, I hate to say the word celebrity pastor, but I mean, a lot of people knows who knew who he, like, you know what I mean? They know who he yeah. is. Yeah. And like, I feel like that just makes it worse for you and your family because you're not just having to deal with this within your church, within whatever, but you're dealing with this in front of the whole entire world and people who aren't Christians or people who might be a little judgy Christians <laughs> are going to immediately be like, Oh, he's the worst. We're canceling him. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, where it's like, okay, or we're going to, um, maybe not send him to hell because like, we don't, you know, let's let him have his private moment and deal with that. It's incredibly sad, but it's not time to burn him at the stake. Like some people want to. For sure. No, at at least that's what I believe. I mean, I think what he's done is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, that's going to take some lots of things happening in their family that are none of our concern. But I just think the people that are ready to burn him at the stake, that's um, not our place and not what we're about to do. He who is without sin can cast the first stone. It's the same thing that we talk about on the podcast every single week, like the struggle or like dreaming about the struggle of being a celebrity and like not (laughs) fantasizing about the struggle of being a celebrity. Um, Non-Christian celebrities are already under enough heat and all these things and like every like every detail of their life is ridiculed um but now when you have 700,000 followers and lead a lot of people in the way of Jesus and then you're not yeah. doing that the best anymore that's yeah. really sad and really hard yeah oh for sure I like can't yeah I can't even imagine I can't even imagine and I'm not again I don't want anyone to think I'm excusing his behavior that is not what's happening here no I mean there has been obvious moral failings but like, I couldn't imagine that happening to a pastor of a church of a hundred people. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, being probably one of the most famous pastors in the world, and that happens, like... And, like, it's so sad because, like, obviously, Hillsong is this ginormous, like, because, like, he... And just the way that life works, unfortunately, is, like, okay, well, he did this, and so, like, now all of Hillsong is, like, tainted. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. And I like, actually thought when I went to New York, I went to Hillsong and heard him preach. Dang, yeah. He, he was good. I mean... No, yeah. I like I like him. I don't think um, before this I enjoyed hearing him speak, but of course, yeah. No, and like it's weird because it's like does in my opinion what he did, like the sin that he sinned, does not negate like how many people he probably led to Jesus either. Oh yeah, how yeah, and yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that like okay now everybody that yep <laughs> Justin Bieber sorry you're out now like yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But it is really sad, and, like, there's obviously – Yeah. It's just a hard thing to go through. Yeah. On a lighter note with Hillsong, they are – I don't know if you saw they're opening a Hillsong Atlanta location. Wow. And my friends – I say they're my friends. I've met them. I have pictures with them, but we're not friends. Sam and Tony Collier are the past – they have been named the lead pastors or the first um, black lead pastors of a Hillsong church. And um, I love them. I've been – Sam – my first time I went to Big Stuff in 2014, Sam Sam was the host of Big Stuff. Um, And so that's crazy to be like he was the host of my first Big Stuff experience, and now he is the – him and his wife are the lead pastors of Hillsong Atlanta. Yeah. What? Um, I literally have like multiple selfies with him. I have a picture of me and his wife, Tony, um, at orange conference last year. Like, yeah, they're, I really like them a lot. And so they posted it probably a couple weeks ago now as like a huge announcement and, um, everybody like on the, everyone that knows who they are, like went crazy because that's a huge deal. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's really exciting for Hillsong, um, and for Sam and Tony. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Maverick City is based out of Atlanta. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. I think I don't know why I thought they were in like Utah or somewhere like weird. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're based out of Atlanta. Also, this is really not important, but I was stalking everyone's Instagram last night and uh-huh. one of Lauren Daigle's backup singers is like in a Maverick video. So I don't know if I don't know how it works. I don't know how you get into Maverick City Music. I would actually love to find out, though, so I can join. Um, but I thought All that right, was- our homework. <laughs> Research how to get into Maverick City Music and watch The Social Dilemma. <laughs> and pray for Carl Lentz. <laughs> sure. 
and Hills Hunters. And way to wait, way to bring it back home. Oh <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah. Um that's crazy though that you hadn't heard heard about it though. I feel no, like it was everywhere on my feed. Dang no. Yeah, I'm very sad. Um, I just thought of something else to tell you to lighten it up a little bit, and now I totally forgot what it was. I think I'm losing my mind. <gasps> Have you, did you see that? Wait, wait. Why am I acting like you watched this? You didn't watch High School Musical, the musical, the series, did you? I did. Oh, never mind. They're doing a Christmas special. Did you know that? No. They're coming out with a Christmas special, and Amazing. I'm very excited. I'm very – okay, after I watched the show, I was – very invested in Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett mm-hmm. um everything they were doing with their life and then Joshua Bassett put out music and I wasn't that impressed and also he's just yeah. like not really doing much on social media yeah um, but I really love them and I loved the show I have like me too yeah, I'm pretty sure I binged it pretty quickly um, see I was watching it week by week so that is the case for some people yeah I was watching it like I watched the first episode and then had to wait a week. And I was like, honestly, Disney Plus, this is rude of you because every other streaming service, actually Netflix does it now too, though. They'll like put out week by week or they'll put out like four episodes and then like in two weeks you get whatever. Yeah, they did that for a few things. And that's just annoying to me. It's like, what? I know that you've already made them like your streaming service, just put the whole season on. Like you, you don't need to do this to me, please, please. Well, now they're like a whole network. So it makes sense, I guess. What? Like Netflix is their oh. thing now like netflix original yeah whatever i guess they're like if they just if they just gave it all to you at once you could cancel your subscription faster <laughs> i guess like who's really canceling netflix probably actually that was a whole thing which we don't need to get into but um because i have many opinions on people canceling platforms <laughs> Like, canceling their subscription or canceling the, like, entity of Netflix? Both. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But people do that all the time where they'd be like, I'm not supporting Disney anymore because of this, or I'm not supporting this because of this. And I'm not saying that there aren't certain, like, situations that that may be true where you may want to not support a company because of whatever. Like, I'm not saying that's never going to happen. But for a company like Disney, for example, it's like, you know, I heard someone once tell me, you know, oh, I'm never going back. I'm never going to Disney World again because I, I don't want to give them money because of their connections to China. And I'm like, okay, you're entitled to your own opinion. If that's what you think, that's great. But if you're going to be that way, I hope you're not watching ESPN. I hope you've deleted the ESPN app off of your phone. I hope you're not watching anything made by ABC. I hope you're not watching anything. Like Disney owns so much that like, if you're really going to be serious about that, then you're going to be taking a lot out of your life probably. Maybe you won't. Maybe, maybe you don't consume media at all but you're probably consuming something disney um and you don't even realize it because everything espn that's disney espn is owned by disney so uh, most people i know at some point in their time consume espn whether it's the espn app on their phone or you're watching a football game or your whatever most people have watched things on abc or that abc has produced right Grey's anatomy like and so it's just like if you're going to be that way, can you just at least be consistent? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but that's where I think people don't really, you know, like they don't really, it's almost like a, I'm going to do this because it's like a thing for me to say, you know? Right. And I'm not about, I'm not here for that. Yeah. Because it's just, especially with big things like Disney. <laughs> yeah. And like, whatever, you don't have to agree with Disney, but like at least be consistent in what you're going to do. Yeah, or, like, knowledgeable, because, like, I don't know, yeah. I barely, like, I could not list the amount of corporations that Disney actually owns, and so. Yeah, and I couldn't either, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, all the things they own, like, there's no way I would be able to sit here and list them either, you know? Yeah, I've heard it. I think that's so interesting. That's, like, such a new thing, like, not supporting businesses because of what they believe, like, as yeah. if they're people. I don't know, it's just kind of, I'm not saying it's wrong. Like, for example, people have stopped supporting businesses for, like, like how like fast fashion type of thing like sweatshops and like child labor stuff yeah um, and like lists of places like forever 21 that like yeah are like enslaving people to make their clothes that i completely understand and like yeah yeah so that's not what i'm saying no totally i'm not saying it's the same thing i think i've heard a lot of that side too or like 
now I don't know it's so normal normal now for companies to be like what we believe and then it's like if that's not what you believe like you don't support them which I think actually it's like the companies catering to the culture rather than the reverse I would say because like people just care so much about everyone's opinion now Mm -hmm. um yeah no it's definitely very interesting and like like I said I don't care what anyone wants to do with that but for me it's like if you're going to do that I would just like to see some consistency (laughs) because I then I think because then to me it's like you don't really care that much it's more of like I feel like I have to take this stance I'm going to tell you I'm never going back to Disney World because of their connections to China right yeah when in reality like are you really boycotting all Disney products because you're probably not maybe you are okay but you know what I mean more more of like you said being knowledgeable and like if you're gonna say things make sure you're able to back them up right not me but whatever (laughs) no I've actually like been tiny bit stressed for the day that someone comes into anthropology and is like are all these clothes sustainably made because I don't know (laughs) like I think anthropology is like taking steps towards sustainability and like some line of clothing is more yeah but like that's such a thing that people care about these days and oh yeah like ethical ethical shopping isn't that what it's called yeah all all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um that's the phrase I was looking for earlier yeah yeah shopping yeah and I also think I I follow this one girl um who uh, she's like Levi Lesko's wife's sister-in-law like she's married to Levi Lesko's wife's brother um and she uh like is you know shops ethically and all that but she said like when she's first and now she's been doing it for a while so like I think she's almost fully ethical which which sounds bad because but you know shopping wise um but she said when she first started doing it she was like when you first start doing this you're not going to be able to go 100% like ethical shopping right away like it's just not possible because there's going to be things that you have that you're not going to be able to find from an ethical shop right away like you know like she was like there's just so like it's okay to like yeah I'm 50% ethical right now because I just haven't found these things that I need um and then this other girl that I follow which which I think is interesting and also I feel like people should hear that of like you know like I don't know I feel like 100% ethical would be very difficult to achieve tomorrow (laughs) you know like what and then this other girl um, I follow, I can't even think what her name is, but she's like, she does, she has a bookstagram where she like posts about books and stuff. And so I follow her on her bookstagram and I started following her on her personal account just because I like what she posts and she works for a church and posts stuff about that and whatever. And she talked about how she tries to shop local, like all the time. And that's like her goal for everything. And she was saying, she was like, but sometimes you just got to buy off Amazon. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, or sometimes I can't find what I need local. And so I'm going to have to do it. And she was like talking about basically about how, there's people who are like, you know, all for supporting local or all for ethical. And they want to like shame people who yeah. aren't a hundred percent that way. And she was like, that's just not what we're here for. <laughs> right. And she was like, and it's just also not going to work for everyone's lifestyle. And like, I can't judge you because I want to be all local and you can't do that. Then like, okay, whatever. Like that's your decision. Just like, it's my decision to be local, you know? For sure. And there's just so many factors, like the city that you live in. Like, I'm sure it's a 1 million percent easier to be ethically sourced or whatever, like in LA or like even yep. compared to Bossier City, Louisiana. And yeah. So I've heard that too. The whole like percentage thing with people trying to be vegan, like being like 80, 20 vegan and like 80. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of false, but okay. <laughs> Why? Well, I feel like you're either vegan or you're not. And I feel oh. like that's a pretty like, 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 I feel like, I mean, I understand the whole, like, if you're, if your goal is to become vegan and to maybe you take steps, but I feel like long-term you're either vegan or you're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think at least the, some people that I follow that are like 80, 20 is like, they eat they like cook and make all their own stuff completely vegan. But if they're like eating out somewhere and veganism vegan eating vegan is not enough yeah. like a choice they're yeah. not gonna like not go to dinner with their friends that are in town from go to like go to dinner with them um but I think it's the same as like what you're talking about it's not always the most convenient and so the 20% is like for convenience 
Yeah. See, I feel like that's a little, I feel like that's different, but also it doesn't really matter what I think. Like people can do whatever they want. <laughs> this is our podcast full of our emotions. I mean, not our, our emotions and our opinion. <laughs> I just feel like, like with ethical shopping or with like shopping local, like I feel like a lot of it, or at least a lot of things I've seen about what people about like the lady who was saying like, okay, when you, to get to a hundred percent ethical, you're not going to be a hundred percent tomorrow. And so like, but eventually you might get that way. And then you're going to shop all the way ethical and like same with local and whatever, and that's whatever. And so with being vegan, I feel like if you're not a hundred percent vegan, then you're just not vegan. That is true. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is fine. Like, I don't care what you eat and what you don't eat, but I feel like if you're going to say, Oh, I'm vegan, then that means like you are vegan. You do not eat. We're vegan it's so weird vegan I don't I don't I am very impressed by people that are vegan because that's it I, I don't know how you do it <laughs> honestly could have been me well I don't know maybe one day when I is um, your goal to be vegan do you want to be vegan not really no oh well then why did you say maybe one day because maybe one day I'll do it Interesting. I have a, I've been like debating on whether or not I want to try and do gluten-free things, but that's, I think it'd make me feel better, but I would also just, I don't know if I want to make the effort, um, which sounds terrible, but I'm allowed to think what I think. And, but with dairy, I've said this before where I'm like trying not to drink dairy because that does make, give, make, give problems to me. Um, it's hard because I really don't like, like, I like almond milk, but not as a milk substitute. Right. Like if I want to drink almond milk, great. I'm going to have almond milk. But if I want milk, I don't want almond milk. You know what I mean? Like some, like I think almond milk is fine and I will drink almond milk, but I don't want it as my milk substitute forever. Like I don't, you know what I mean? There's so many different kinds of milk. I know. And so I've only ever tried almond milk, which like I said, I like, but not really as milk. You know what I mean? Like it's its own thing to me. Not as like, oh, instead of putting real whole milk in my cereal, I'm going to put almond milk. No, I don't really want to do that. Or almond milk in my coffee. I don't really want to do that. But I like almond milk as its own thing. And then oat milk I recently tried. I like oat milk and I think I like it more than almond milk as like a milk substitute, but it's still not. And I know you're never going to get the same consistency as milk. I get it. I really do. I get it. But I still can't. Like I'll do the oat milk, but it's not like I don't want to drink it forever as my milk. Something that I tried that is not dairy free, like lactose free milk. Oh, Fair Life. Yes, that's what it's oh, called. That's what I drink every day of my life. So it's not dairy, it's just lactose. Yeah. It is dairy, it's not lactose. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. It's that like it's not dairy free, but it's lactose free. Yeah, so that's not quite there. Um it's like for me, really it's the lactose, I think that is my problem. And so the Fair Life is great. And I think it tastes like milk. <laughs> it does. And so that's why I like it. But I wanted to try something that was dairy free. And I just, and I know it's never going to taste like milk. I get it. But I, I haven't drinking. Well, that's not true. I drink real milk sometimes but I just have been drinking like dairy alternative milks for so long that I don't even really care about real milk anymore. yeah yeah stop buying it probably that's probably also, true for coffee they make so many good dairy-free creamers like it's not even funny so many good ones can you send me some because I feel like I tried one that was like an almond milk vanilla disgusting I did not like it like I don't coffee me or whatever the like normal okay. creamer brand is you know what I mean like the yeah yeah, um, yeah didn't like it at all I thought my problem with almond milk as a milk substitute is that it's so thick and I don't like that almond milk thick yes almond milk I don't know why oh yeah almond milk milk is very thick and just has this like like it's just I just don't like it. And so the almond milk creamer that I, that I tried was like too thick and it's, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. <laughs> it's I almost, it has a slimy feel to me and maybe that doesn't make any sense, but that's what it feels like. Uh, yeah, Katie. <laughs> uh, slime in your milk. That's what it feels like for me. Okay. So I, what dairy free creamers do you use? I have always characterized almond milk as thin as water. 
Um, yeah. What almond milk are you drinking? Because it is not the one I'm drinking. <laughs> well, I think almond milk is very thin and it feels like I'm drinking water and like doesn't even taste that great. I feel like oat milk is closer to, to the consistency of regular milk. I like oat milk. It's creamy. It's great. The dairy-free creamer that I have, I'm pretty sure is Califia Farms. And it, it, let me get it out the fridge. One sec. Yeah, go get it. Man, too bad we don't have ad reads. This would be a perfect time to be like, while Katie's getting her dairy-free creamer, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor for today. It's Honey. Farms. Honey. It's sh- Thank you, today's sponsor. Um, you're about to be sad. Trader what Joe. is it? Co- I'm leaving. Goodbye. And almond creamer, dairy-free and lactose-free vanilla. This doesn't help. Yeah. No. Actually, I, on my Instagram, I did like a thing. I was like, hey, now that I'm addicted to caffeine, give me your coffee, Rex. And Kendall literally sent me a Trader Joe's coffee. And I was like, that's not helpful to me. I don't have a Trader Joe's. And she was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Trader Joe's coffee? Huh? What did she send you? Uh, I mean, I'd have to look at, back it's at fine. it now. Sarah, we actually need to wrap this up. I was literally about to say, I think we've been on here for a very long time. And it's been like an hour. Okay, great. Wonderful. We, we've, really, we've really hit a lot of things today. We did. We talked about many things. I hope you guys enjoyed episode 29 of yeah. Thursday Mom, Katie, and Sarah. That's us. Order our stickers. Please order our stickers. Do you want a uh, shower curtain? We can make that happen for you. <laughs> How about an Apple Watch band with our faces on it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, wait, actually, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Next podcast, we both have Apple Watch bands with our faces on them. <laughs> oh, no, we really. Okay, for real though, thanks for listening. We love y'all so much. We do love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.